Freshmen and other regions, uh, this is Red Light. And this is Miles, good to be with you. Good to be with you guys. Looking forward to connecting with you today, Miles, mm -hmm. on a really important topic. Today we're talking about our king. The king. That's right. Each one of our kings. Isn't that music, that intro music, fantastic? Yeah. Are you talking about LaCroix? Yeah, LaCroix's music is next level, and we start off with that each time. Yeah. does Is LaCroix, like, is that a French word for the crown or for king or something like that? Or? Oh, my goodness. You're really stretching my knowledge with that. I don't oh, know. Okay. Okay. I just drink LaCroix. Okay. All right. Yes. Hey, we have a really important guest today. Tell us about him. Well, uh, we know that a very successful region uh, in the nation is Gold Rush, and we got Ponch with us, the Nantan of Gold Rush, and, and Ponch, we're really excited to have you with us today. Thank you. Yeah, so, you know, tell us about um, Gold Rush and the region and some of the success there. Yeah, so uh, thank you for having me here. Uh, I'm a big fan of this podcast, and um, I'm just it's a pleasure to be here and uh yeah so gold rush we're a little over four years in now and man it's been amazing to watch the growth i've been in nantan for a couple of years now and we have we've grown from one little workout at a high school on a saturday morning to six regions that spread all over the greater sacramento area up into the mountains and down into the valley and so guys are just like they've grabbed onto it in this area. And there's this energy that is, you know, it's hard to not catch it when you come to one of the workouts. Yeah, and you model that. Uh, Thank you. you. Know, both Red Light and I are part of Gold Rush and mm. we've, we've, we've caught the fever. I certainly have. I'm still wondering about you. You you look a little hot right now. Well, hey, <laughs> I got the fever, man. <laughs> Seriously, no, I do. I I do have the fever. It's super it's super good for me. In fact, Miles is the one who invited me out. Some of you know this, but we knew each other for a couple of years before you invited me out. So, and I still have some unprocessed feelings about that, man. I, I might need to talk to you about that. Well, wait a second. I think I was only going maybe a month before I invited you. <laughs> So that's not too long. Well, a month I missed out. So. <laughs> no, it's true, though. You, you show up to a workout your first time, and you, if you know some guys, you're like, why didn't you invite me out? Why didn't you invite right? me out? And, and you, know, you start going back and thinking about all you missed. But we can be grateful for what we've had. That's right. I am grateful. And I do appreciate you inviting me out. And it's been great to get to know you, Punch, in the last, uh, I guess, year and eight months for me. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we were just recalling uh, the first workout. I was there with you at Ghost Links. Yeah, and getting right. to meet you. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how a friend invites you out and um, doesn't tell you it's a run, you know, and you haven't run in a little while. So that's that's a little bit of my story with Miles. But we're working on it. But how many workouts did you you do last year? Last year, I think I got like two hundred and five. Whoa! And you started going more to running workouts. I I observed that. I did. I did. So yes. again. It worked. Oh my gosh! I didn't miss the day after that ghost length. Let me tell you what. And uh, and just for the record, I, I'm told that maybe I'm actually the post lead in Gold Rush right now because I haven't missed a day in 2023. I, ha I haven't missed a day either. Oh, whoa. oh my goodness! You guys are neck and neck. Whoa, so this could be an edible. This time. is a competition. This is it, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, let's let's talk about the king. All right. And shield locks all over you know all over the United States have been meeting and talking about the king. And we want to help equip a shield lock, a small group, to really go grow deeper 
in their understanding of the king, setting goals for themselves with the king, and holding each other accountable in the shield lock. And that's the goal of this podcast. And so if you're out there and in a shield lock, first of all, you should be in a shield lock. You need to get in one. And if you haven't heard our our five-part series on growth model, you should listen to that because it's helpful with how to grow uh, together closely. And we want to focus on the king, which is the, you know, the daily discipline of your body. And when you think about the king and your kingdom and how QSource orients that, um, what, what's your guys's understanding of the kingdom and how QSource has defined, and the king is a part of that, but what is the kingdom? Yeah, so, you know, we have the king, which is obviously your fitness, and then the queen goes right hand in hand with that, your diet. You can't have one and then and neglect the other one and expect anything real to happen in your life. Um, and then the third part of that kingdom is the jester, right? And that's where you get to be uh, vulnerable in a shield lock. And, and you guys have already touched on that in previous podcasts. And um, without the three of those, if you're not touching on all three of those, as a shield lock, you're, you're missing out on some parts that are vital in each other's lives and in your own life. Yeah, great, Ponch. I appreciate you helping us understand that. And, and so this kingdom, we have to rule our kingdom, which we've been given to house our spirit, to house our personhood uh, that's going to live on. And so we have to be in control of that king, what we do with our body, the discipline of our body, the queen, what we put into our body, and the jester, those things that try to distract us from being successful with the other two. Try and, to trip us up. Yeah. Yeah, get us off track. Help, off uh, target. Yeah, off target, exactly. Yeah. So today we're gonna focus on that king. For those that are listening that have maybe some some kind of faith background, you might remember there's an old passage in the, in the, in the Bible that says, you know, buffet your body and make it your slave. Um, mm. This is one thing, we live in a society that doesn't take a lot of responsibility or doesn't promote taking responsibility for lots of things. But technically, this is something that you and only you really can take ownership and responsibility for. And so we're really trying to encourage uh, people to do that, uh, starting with the king. Great, so also, we, we feel it's important, red light, and want to get your thoughts on this, Ponch. But when a shield lock meets, we feel like there should be these five core things, kind of like our workouts, that, that would be helpful to engage in and agree upon and say before each meeting, just to reorient your mind and get in the right mind frame to be successful and grow. And so, first of all, do you agree, Ponch, that... Uh, that a shield lock should be free. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> if you have to have some sort of expectation before you're allowed to be in a shield lock, it's not gonna work. Mm -hmm. You have to come to it with that openness. Good, and the next point is open to all men, right? And we say that before a workout. The third is, th this might be new that we don't use, but the three Ps. You need to be purposeful, periodic, and, and proximate. And so, you know, QSource does a good job going into those. Think about your concentrica. Think about, you know, all of the issues that you have to face and then the conditions that you're meeting in. Find a place, even if it's rainy or stormy or whatever your plan is, make a plan to be together. And lead in a rotating fashion. This is something I know that we've all been in shield locks where 
perhaps one guy takes the lead the whole time and that doesn't set up for success. Yeah, and if you're that guy, sometimes you have to take a step back. Sometimes you're being too much of the leader and you're, you're not letting anybody else have a turn. Yeah, I think there's a couple in the QSource book and on the podcast, there are some, some ideas about that. And, um, but I, I think um, even a kind of rotating leadership, um, some guys just haven't led groups before. So kind of like we train men to lead a workout, there's kind of some structure and some best practices and some that are required, right? There may be some of those for leading a shield lock that we've all three of us have talked about. Maybe we have a shield lock summit or something to kind of talk about some of those things. But, um, but anyway, absolutely, I'm in agreement that having some kind of rotating form of leadership, sharing that leadership, uh, can be an opportunity for each guy to step up and learn about this. And um, but we may need to may need to do some more talking and t training about that. Sure. Some guys are a little. Uh, I've heard too many stories that guys sometimes are getting lost in the shell lock. Mm. So uh, yeah, that's not good. You, yeah. you shouldn't get lost in a smaller group. And yeah. that, that's important, but it's okay to fail, right? Red light. Yeah. Let, let's say you're in a group and you, it's your day to lead and, and it goes terribly, but you're with a lot of buddy, close buddies and they're like, Hey, Hey man, that we got to work on that. You know, it didn't go well or whatever, but you learn something in that failure, even leading in your, in your shield lock. Yeah. I agree. We've been in my shield lock up. We've been meeting for three years now, probably the oldest shield lock in this region. And uh, we have failed routinely on periodic or periodicity, as you like to say, mm -hmm. and, uh, and purpose. And we have had to learn from those failures. We've had to change the date, change the time. We've had to come back to uh, goal setting and, and purpose. And what are we doing this for? And I think that's going to be in any shield lock, a routine conversation of let's bring back those three P's again and let's self-evaluate as a shield lock. How are we doing in these, in each one of these? Great. And then the last one is circle of trust. And just like we end our workouts, trust and getting, getting deep with each other, accelerating. And if this idea of confidentiality, uh, it needs to be there. So it's free, open to all men, use the three P's, lead in a rotating fashion and have a circle of trust expectation. It's kind of five core principles that we were thinking through uh, for shield locks. Now this kingdom orientation and the king, Q source has three spurs that they emphasize and we'd like to highlight those because really the goals in, in, uh, in a shield lock around the king are defined in Q source. So we're gonna we're gonna dissect those a little bit and get into those. And and so red light, what's the first one? <clears throat> the first one is a man's proper relationship with himself. What do you guys think about that spur? Any any thoughts or comments about that? Yeah, I mean, a, a right relationship with yourself is is like this conversation in your head that you always have this dialogue about self deprecation or even self-sabotaging your own opportunities like do you not try something because you've already decided you're going to fail at it and that's that's the biggest barrier i think for a lot of men are you in right relationship with yourself and not just physically it's emotional it's spiritual it's psychological we have different depths and levels by which we have a relationship with ourselves and 
And so that's one way I've thought about that, Ponch. Yeah, the first thing that pops in my head when you say a right relationship with yourself is the jester. And if I've got stuff that is holding me back, some addiction, some sort of uh, thing that I'm involved in that I have not brought to my shield lock, that I haven't been open about, that's going to um, inhibit me in all the other areas, right? That that means that I've got this little secret that I can't get past, and and so that's the first thing I think of. But it definitely plays into, you know, the the king and the queen. You can sabotage yourself on the queen so many times, and you have these great goals. I want to I want to eat like this. I want to do this. But then nine o'clock at night comes, and you just want some sweet before you go to bed. And mm-hmm. same thing with the workout. <laughs> you know, you could probably do another ten Merkins, but you just you know, you're, you you sabotage yourself on form or something. Mm, that's good. Yeah. I, I wish I had done better with this when I was a bit younger, but I remember a time when my own sad clown stuff started to kick in. I was like, well, I'm kind of aging and maybe it's time to hang up the cleats or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and so I had a super poor relationship to my own body in that regard. Hmm. And uh, F3 is just helping me so much to totally just recast that. Um, to get rid of that really negative kind of perspective. And, um, you know, uh, aging will happen, but we can do what we can do to push off some of those processes. And um, so it's not too late for anybody else out there who is maybe it, it not done so well in that, um, in some regards. There is kind of a time decay thought to that, huh? Like over time, you almost feel like, have you guys heard of the term jump the shark? No. You haven't? Mm-mm. There's, you guys ever watch Happy Days? Yes. Growing up? Well, there's an episode, uh, and in fact, there's a whole website called Jump the Shark. And in Happy Days, there was this episode where Fonzie is water skiing, and he said, you guys, I'm gonna jump the shark. And they pinpointed that episode as to the downfall of Happy Days, and everyone stopped watching it. No way. Yes. And so they created this website and they could go to the exact point of any series and look at it and go, this is the episode where they jumped the shark. And there's a whole website, it's, it's a whole thing about it. And, and a lot of people have moments in their life where they feel like they've jumped the shark. Mm. They feel like I've had my best day mm. wow. in work, right. in love, in this. And, yeah. and, but when we give into that idea, we still we do turn that way, and so we can't buy into this thought and idea that I've had my best day. Right, I'm over the hill, and now I'm just headed downhill. Because then you buy into that, and so I, I agree. The right relationship with yourself is not buying into this. I've 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 reached my my max capacity, and maybe we have in something like basketball. You know, maybe we have, but but we should never feel that way in relationships. And and I think a lot of relationships start to turn negatively when we feel like, you know, our relationship isn't gonna get any stronger. We've had our best days. And so same with yourself. We can get to know and be in better relationship with ourselves. We can't jump the shark with ourselves, And yeah. we need to be in a good relationship. Wow. Yeah, it can be like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? If you say that, you make that come true. So we need to say and believe different things. And one great way to do that is by being around guys that are also doing it and encouraging each other and drawing one another along. Um, I think that's the magic sauce of F3. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Red Light, I'm glad you brought that up because I can recall going to the gym 
before F3 and seeing guys lift this amazing weight. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I would start putting weights on the bar and I'd be like, nope, I can't, you know, and, and the comparison <laughs> game gets oh, yeah. you, right? Yeah. But you come to an F3 workout and those guys that were, you know, lifting all that crazy weight, those are the guys who are picking you up and encouraging you. Hmm. And you're like, wait a sec, it's not about, you know, me against him or, or wherever he's at. It's, it's how can I get a little bit better and, and just accelerate a little bit more. And that comes through, I think, at our F3 workouts. That's yeah. so good. That's your relationship with yourself, Yeah. right? Yeah. You're either in competition with yourself or, or that other guy. Right. That was, that was really good. What if we should talk about a, a man maintaining fitness for reasons outside of himself also? The second spur. Yeah, what do you guys think about that? What are some of those outside reasons for you guys? Yeah, Red Light, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm, I'm a dad of two and uh, I've got to be able to keep up with a 12 year old and an eight year old. And that's a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so th they will test you, you know, you go on a vacation or even just, you know, hanging out with them around the house, going to the park. If, if I can't keep up with them, mm -hmm. what does that say about me as a dad? Right? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, this is so important. We have to do the daily discipline of our body to take care of others. I remember going to a Q source, I believe that you led and talked about a boat. And when a boat is capsized, it can't do what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to carry other people to a destination. And when a boat is capsized, it can't even go upstream. And so you got to prepare your body so that it's upright and you can do work and carry other people to, to head towards a destination. Otherwise, we're a capsized boat and we're just going with the stream wherever it takes us. And that's dangerous. Yeah. Great points. Great points. Um, and then also we can talk about fitness uh, is best accelerated by running with faster men. I, I certainly, I mean, I'm, um, I know we have Titans. I'm surrounded by two Titans right now and I'm a little on the turtle side. Uh, especially with the medical injury that I'm working on. But I couldn't run 100 yards, I don't think, very well when I first, when Miles invited me to Ghost Links. And, um, but, you know, I ran five miles other, you know, back well, a couple weeks ago. Um, and in part because I've been running with faster men. And um, you kind of have to check your ego at the door when you leave your house and just make it about, you know, personal acceleration and encouraging others. But that has been huge for me. Uh, guys have been so gracious. Any of you out there that have, had lost some fitness or had, had really fallen into some sad clown territory like I had, um, man, this is a great place to just run with faster guys. And, um, and we pick each other up and encourage and, uh, and also motivate each other to keep working. You guys have any other thoughts about that? You guys are both very fast men. And yeah, I mean, last year I got injured and I was out for a month. My, my back, I just couldn't do anything. I was, I was stuck on the ground. And coming back to working out, modifying like you've been modifying and one of the great things about f3 is that guys if they see that you have the heart and and the effort they're right there with you and it doesn't matter if you're if you're modifying or not um you know the guy next to you is more concerned with like your effort and your heart and even if they they see that you're you know maybe taking an easy day um i've had wonderful conversations with guys about that like hey you know, I noticed you're taking it a little easy and I've seen other guys, you know, have that candor. Um, and so just the fact that like, you know, you don't always have to be the fastest guy 
and there's going to be times where you're not because you got those injuries. That's a great time to have the shield lock around you, right? They're going to encourage you through that time. Like, hey, yeah, I know you're, you're still nursing injury. Is there a chance you could come to this workout, you know, where we're going to do these things? And, and I'll post there with you, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's so important. A couple of things come to mind with this, and thanks, Ponch, that was good. I can relate to what you said. And a couple of things, though, have you ever looked at, scrolled through, you know, the options for a workout and thought, I kind of want to take it easy today. And, oh, yeah. And then gone to one, and I've, you know, it's a little vulnerability here, and but, you know, and then gone to one, and then it was hard, Yep. And then you're like, man, why did I, why did I choose? I made a mistake, but you know, th that's the mindset that we want to get away from, right? Is, is choosing a workout because it's easy. Right. And, and that, that comes to mind with this statement, but to get better, you gotta, I, I think we all know that, that when you play, let's say you play basketball, I think all of you have played basketball. Yeah. I, I know that, you know, you were a gifted athlete in basketball and, and uh, red light. And um, when you have better players on your team, it makes everyone better. Right. You can pass the ball well, you can you can do different things, but if, if you have some weak players on your team uh, and you're dependent on one or two guys, the team suffers for that. Yeah. And so playing with better people helps you grow because you have to def you have to defend them. You have to, you have to play harder. You have to use more aggression. And so the idea that you get better by by being with better people, I, I've seen witnessed in my life time and time again. And so I know that, you know, uh, if you want to run faster, you need to chase someone. If you want to get stronger, you need to work out with someone who is stronger and see how they do it. Um, and, and we can't just avoid or, you, you know, try to choose things that are easy. Yeah. Great points. <clears throat> well, those are the spurs and Q source shield locks. We've got some questions for you to go through and we think these are helpful. There will be a list of these where you can, you can pull them up electronically or print them out for, for your shield lock, but going through these together will help you grow deeper with one another. And, and so we thought we'd start with a question we can explain these. So the idea is we're going to, we'll, kind of list them off and then we can if they're if you think they need to be explained more or, or there's some confusing parts to it we can uh dissect them a little bit but the first one is pretty simple and that is we'd like for you to rate yourself on a scale of one to five one being really low the lowest and five you're hitting the bullseye target on this and so the first three questions is just a rating so it'd be great if you go around the circle and rate each other and we want to know, as as the king talks about, are you in right relationship with yourself? But more specifically, we want you to rate yourself one to five. Are you in right relationship with your physical self? One to five. You know, I'm hitting the target on this. I'm a five or one. I'm at the lowest possible relationship with myself physically. And that's not about your physical fitness. It's not about, it's just what you think about yourself and your physical fitness. So what do you guys think? I think it's, it's great. It's a great exercise for us to actually try to measure it, put a number on it, and then we can start to incrementally grow that and develop that. So I, 
think that's a great idea. It's uh, it's in line with our kind of overall overall theme of right hitting virtuous targets, mm-hmm. being a man or being men together on target. So everybody misses targets, but this is one way that we can um, try to zero in on that. And I like what you said. It's not just fitness, right? But what about your relationship to your medical health? Uh, a lot of guys sometimes don't like to go to doctors uh, or don't like to go and have certain checkups or blood tests mm. or this, that, and the other. But I would imagine this would cover that too, right? Is what, what's your level, not just of physical fitness that you're what you're doing, but you know, healthy assessment in a periodic sort of way that is just no, a normal part of taking care of your body. Um, and it may apply to many, many other things too. How, how about even just your relationship to your own sexuality? Mm. Some guys that struggle with various sexual vices, let's say, and mm. uh, that are not necessarily partnering vices with their spouse. Um, well, your relationship to your body, uh, I think that still falls under the king uh, to some degree. Would you agree or? Yes, yes, yeah, okay. for sure. Especially the physical sexual component, you know, and then the there is a mental, the next rating is what's your relationship with yourself mental, mentally with your thoughts. And there's a sexual component to that too, sure. that it could be unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, rating, rating yourself one to five physically, mentally, and emotionally, we think doing that separately is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as you mentioned, you know, figuring out where your relationship is lacking, you need to hold each other accountable. Because, Punch, have you, you know, you have a lot of experience uh, in your profession but I've had the pleasure of meeting a terminally p- ill patient that would probably rank themselves a five on this. Wow. Be- and they had such a positive outlook. It was infectious and convicting to me. Yeah. And you may have come across, you know, situations where um, there's people, you know, that may not be in the best place, but their relationship with themselves is good. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting paradox, huh? You could be yeah. dying, but still be be right, be upright. Yeah. Uh, relating to yourself as best as you can, as best as physical health allows, and relating to others, um, related to SkyQ. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, I like absent of the circumstances around you, just being able to be in your own right space, no matter what's kind of coming in around you and, and us pushing ourselves on a cold, rainy, flooded trail, wet morning is um, equipping us to be able to be outside of our circumstances a little bit and to be able to have that right relationship with ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, despite the traumatic circumstances that you could be going through or even just the day-to-day grind. Yeah. Some of you guys know that I had a detached retina and had eye surgery recently. So, but leading up to that, I'd had, you know, almost 200 posts last year. And I feel like that physical fitness part really prepared me for the flux of Hmm. what the surgery involved and two weeks of face down recovery. Mm -hmm. So it actually, the physical part helped me prepare for the mental and emotional part of, God, it kind of sucks being, you know, face down on a massage table. And, um, but they're really correlated, I think. The more that we work on this king part, what we do physically, can translate into a number of things, both emotionally and mentally. And um, 
some of you have mentioned that I'm a psychologist, but, uh, but depression often hits guys at all three of these levels. There's a physical or behavioral component in terms of what you're doing. There's a mental component, and there's also, and there's also a, um, are you pointing your finger at me, man? No, no. <laughs> there's a physical, a mental, and, a, um, and an emotional component. So we want to be working on these things all the time. We don't want to wait until there's a medical problem or uh, m an emotional problem or a mental breakdown to right. like F3 is this is our protective factors. We're mm -hmm. building guardrails to prevent so many things. A crisis, we yeah. wanna avoid that. So we're ready, we're preparedness, right? For when the flux come. Yeah, you know, that reminds me of something. A lot of times guys get stuck in their own heads and their relationship with themselves when they believe they're on an island. Mm. And I've seen this over and over and over again. And if they're willing to be vulnerable in a shield lock, all of a sudden they realize I'm not on an island. That there's these other guys around me, they've been through similar experiences and they can identify with me. And that those relationships that I build in the shield lock, they really help me get in a right relationship with myself, realizing that, okay, I'm not stuck. That especially with these guys help, I could probably get through whatever physical or mental or emotional limitations I'm dealing with. That's good. I want to go a level deeper. I want to yes. take us to another intellectual level. Okay. And so this is going to challenge all of our thinkings. But when, when you, when you consider in right relationship with yourself and I want to do an imagery thing that imagine you were on, you were about to cross a really shaky bridge and this bridge looked like it would break if you stepped on it. Okay. And you're about to cross it. And so you're testing the bridge every step. And so you're a little nervous and it's building your confidence every step. And you think it's about you and your confidence. But let's say you get halfway to the bridge, halfway over and you realize the bridge is alive. The bridge itself is alive. And the bridge didn't know if it could hold someone. And so you testing the bridge actually built confidence in the bridge. And now the bridge believes it can help people get to the other side. Mm. And so us testing each other every morning in a workout isn't just about us. It's about building confidence in others that they can believe that they can be in right relationship with themselves. Mm. Wow. That's a great metaphor. Miles, bringing it. Yeah. I like it. Where'd you get that, man? Well, it's, you know, I actually read it in a leadership book. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're reading too. Uh, dude, I, I read, I read. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I feel like that's a whole podcast right there. Lencioni. That, Lencioni. Oh, Lencioni. yeah. Good yeah. stuff. Old Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's good stuff. So when you cue a workout, you could be the bridge. Exactly. You're the guy testing the bridge and everyone else is the bridge. Ooh. Building confidence in themselves hmm. by you testing them. I like it. I like it a lot. So you, you asked us to rate ourselves one to five. Where are we at with our physical uh, relationship with ourselves? Um, are we in right relationship with ourselves physically? We also want guys to rate themselves uh, in, in, in to what degree are you in a right relationship with yourself mentally? Give yourself a scale, a score one to five. 
and also emotionally. All three of those components, right? And probably, right, if you're if you're soaring in a five on all these areas, that may not be the area that you need to kind of work on more directly. Um, we probably would encourage you to work on the areas that are problems in your life, areas that really need support emotionally, physically, uh, mentally, et cetera, et cetera. Um, anything else you wanted to say about that on kind of giving a, a rating and sharing that with the other guys in the shield log? This is a good place to start. Yeah. It's like an intro uh, thought. Yeah. Awesome. What, let's, let's move on. Another question that we think is important is are you accelerating like a pro and there's two key phrases there acceleration and pro you know that question you should wrestle with a little bit uh and we're asking about the king are you accelerating with your king like a pro and so what stands out to you in that question is there any explanation that needs or any um, examples you can give about that Wow. Yeah, Miles. You know, um, when we we created this new workout a few months ago, uh, we call it the Titan. And it's supposed to be a harder workout than some of the other workouts. And it is. Um, we require the guys who queue there to push us harder. And we wanted to be able to do that because we have these guys who are just really fit. And they're always you know, at the top of the, the front of the pack, the six, you know, the, the 12, I guess, as we put it, but it gives them an opportunity to continue to um, accelerate because there's a temptation. If you are somebody who's in pretty good shape and you don't have a hard time keeping up to be able to just stay at a point instead of continuing to push. And we've got to continue to push. It's, you know, that's what makes you into a pro is having to go through the hard stuff. Yeah, good. Any other definition about what they mean by pro? Um, from yeah. The Q source? Yeah, there is. I mean, uh, certainly, you know, uh, they say it's, we're not maintaining. And so a pro doesn't work out to maintain what they're doing, they're getting better. And and so I, you know, I, I do endurance events. And I, there's a lot of guys that are out of season that maintain. And, and the thing is during that period, they're not growing, they're not getting better. They're just trying to maintain their fitness. And Q source is really clear mm-hmm. that it is not the goal to just maintain your current status and stay where you're at. That is not the goal of a workout, uh, dealing with your King, uh, and your, your, your focus should be accelerating like a pro would in preparation for a big game. That's really helpful. Thank you for that. Yeah. I like that. Well, the next one is how has your fitness influenced your preparedness for things outside of yourself? Can you guys think of an example where you've had to help someone and perhaps your fitness or your your king came into play where perhaps if you weren't prepared, you might not have been able to do that. Yeah, Miles. Uh, so some of you may know that I'm a police officer and uh, a, a month ago we had a pursuit, a vehicle pursuit that ended with a foot pursuit and the, the driver took off on foot and uh, I was able to jump out of my car and 
rather than run up and tackle this person, I was able to just run right alongside them and have a conversation. Wow. Just like I would uh, at maybe at <laughs> Ghost Links, running alongside Miles and trying to keep up with him, um, which allowed me to talk some sense into the person and they just gave up. And, uh, wow. and that's a great resolution when, when I don't have to use force as an officer, right? Um, and so it was a great resolution that came from just me being able to run and have a conversation with a guy while you know maintaining some speed. So oh, that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. such a great example uh, of great police work <laughs> and <laughs> and a good example of this. Thanks for that punch. You talking to me at the, back when I'm the six, was that like preparation for that? Or were you were like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Non-criminal behavior. Yes. Hey, red light, what's up, man? Hey, how are you doing? Are you sure you know? Yeah, exactly. See, I'm, I like to serve the pack, so I'm glad Thank I you. you prepare. <laughs> so, now that's a great story, Ponce. That's a great story. Um, and, this next this next question for uh, Shield Locks is to think about: Are you challenging challenging yourself with the three S two T's? Because really, that daily discipline encompasses those three S and two T's, uh, and and running with faster men, and and you know it's not just a yes and no. This is a, this is a, a setting a goal and a thought about how you could do better with that. Like, how could we improve our three S and two T's and accelerating with faster men? Um, any any thoughts about how how you have had to challenge yourself or your thought process to maybe challenging yourself uh, where you found yourself more maintaining, not like a pro? Yeah, so um, real quick, three S, two T is strength, speed, stamina, and then mental toughness and physical toughness. And for me coming into F3, I'm a, I'm a tall, skinny guy. And so um, the, the running is my game, the stamina part. That's, that's where I flourish. So building in all of that means that I've got to actually do decent at Merkins and pull-ups and, and the stuff that requires some strength because that's my weakness, right? And we're not all gonna be amazing at everything. Um, there's going to have to be times where, you know, we, we have to push ourselves. And some of us, that's the mental toughness, right? When you get to rep 50 of something and you're like, Q, are you serious? Why are we <laughs> still doing this one exercise? You're starting to play, you know, that mental game. and Or a hot pants, Hunter Merkins after a 400 meter bear crawl. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, hot pants, for that beat down. Yes. We're still talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, and, and we certainly try to build in, if you're preparing cues, to build in all those components. I will say real quick, I know a number of guys, not just myself, sometimes have an injury. And, um, and it sucks to not be able to do certain things and to modify. Um, but I think there's still opportunities, right, to lean into that. And I'm certainly trying to do that myself, um, is just keep posting and keep modifying. And um, there's, there's arrangements you can make with cues. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, the site queue or the, um, the AOs, but you know, to find out, is it gonna be primarily running one or, but there's ways that guys can either A, uh, you know, circle back and get you. But I think just still posting for me, it's been helping me with my mental toughness, even though right now I can't, I can't run because I'm not allowed to jostle the eye, so to speak, while it's being repaired. But, um, but anyways, but you're certainly trying to shoot for all those. But we, 
But losing, like stopping coming, some guys get down when they're injured and then they just stop coming. And the longer they do nothing, is the further back they're going to drift down river, right? Right. In a, in a non-upright way. And um, so I think there's modifications that we can make. But check the ego at the door. Keep coming, guys, if you're out there. And, um, and we'll work, try to work on all those. But even just one or two of them would be better than nothing if you're injured. Yeah, Red Light. I'm, I'm glad you brought that point up about if you're injured and you can't come. Let's not forget that we don't just work out in F3. We have shield locks, right? And we have second F and we have third F events. If you can't, if you're physically can't work out, come to that other stuff. Make sure you're a part of a shield lock because otherwise you're completely disengaged from the guys that you've come to know and love. Um, you're, unless you're purposeful, you're not going to be a part of F3 because of an injury. Don't let that take you out of the game. That's a, that's a great thought. Actually, Ponch, you're challenging my thinking in that because I have never thought about inviting an FNG to like a second or third F event. Yeah. Would we name an FNG at one of those events? You know, we could give them a placeholder name. Okay. <laughs> like you're going to be this until you actually come to a beatdown. Yeah. Yeah. But because, um, you know, we're not going to change the the COT at beatdown is a beautiful thing where we get to name and community. Of course, yeah. And you get to earn your name. But just because you don't, haven't earned a nickname yet doesn't mean you shouldn't be starting to take part of F3. Yeah. Right. We have these other things for guys who can't physically work out and and a lot of injuries you can modify and and pull off some sort of a workout at least yeah that's right i got asked this morning uh, after i went over to taproot hey can we bring a fng to your men's emotional uh, acceleration night and i said sure why not yep I think cool. it's okay free yeah. open to all men yeah. right yeah excellent i love that well you know, now that we've gotten through really uh, some questions about Shielock that kind of get you through below the surface, uh, Red Light and I have worked on this growth model where how do men really grow deeply with one another? And there's four concepts in that. And, you know, it's really important that Shielocks dive into these questions to grow deeper. And so Red Light, take us through the growth model related to the king. Yeah, and again, just to give a shout out to a couple of psychologists that um, are very well published and have done a lot of research in this area, uh, John Townsend and Henry Cloud have written many books that uh, address this growth model. So a shout out to them and thanks for their hard work. Um, yeah, so the growth model, just as a quick summary, right, has these four components, uh, bonding and connecting with other guys, the first component. The second component is limit setting, uh, setting boundaries with self or others. The third component is integrating the good and the bad. And the fourth component is taking ownership and responsibility. So why don't we just briefly direct some attention to how could these growth model components, and we'll start with the first one on connecting and bonding, but how do those relate to accelerating the king? Um, guys, any thoughts about that? How does connecting with guys in the morning uh, maybe empower you with your king or um, or what do you need? Yeah, any, any thoughts about how the growth model might relate to you accelerating your king? I, I, well, I'll just jump in briefly, but um, I think it, you know, I, growing up, the daily discipline of my body, um, I was influenced deeply by 
my family. And so the connection that I had with my family had an influence, like those that I was connected with had a really strong influence on my understanding of the discipline of my body. I knew um, I, I grew up in a very large family and I knew my dad worked very hard with his body, very hard. And I helped him at a very young age. And I knew I did not want to depend on my body for work. I knew that, but I really enjoyed recreation, sports and fitness. And I played collegiate soccer. And so I, I stayed very active and, and enjoyed that. But, but the, the, the king and the discipline, um, that's my release. Like I find pleasure in that and it's calming for me. And so I'm less, I have less anxiety and less stress if I discipline my body in the morning. And so that, that to me is actually a childhood connection thing uh, that has, has led me through to today. Yeah, Miles, that's, thank you. Um, when I think of connection with shield locks, um, we go through the business of the, like the questions we already mentioned and rating yourself. And there's a lot of um, seriousness when we're talking about vulnerability and listening to each other and, and emotions. And so I think it's vitally important with those three or four guys that are in your shield lock with you to also have time where you're just being guys together and connecting. And one of the best ways to do that is at a workout, right? And so post together, if you're in a shield lock, try to get together at workouts um, and then do other things, you know, fun things as a shield lock too, because it, as much as you get down to the business of getting acceleration into each other's lives, you've got to have that connection with each other. And that's fostered through building your Kings up, you know? So true. So true. <clears throat> I think of guys that you're showing up with on a regular basis are the guys you're going to be growing with. And um, I think pursuing those, you know, posting many times a week is a way to get connection. Some of the sad, sad clown folks, and I, this is my own story, but I was, I was too disconnected. I, I needed a guy like Miles to invite me out and somebody that I knew, didn't know super well, but knew. And um, so, but it was certainly a way of getting connection. And, um, and sometimes we need to connect a little bit more with a person even to get them out, uh, to make it, just remind them about safety uh, remind them about, uh, you know, hey, you're going to work out with them. You'll be with them at the back. It doesn't matter that they're out of shape. You come to get in shape. You don't get in shape first and then start coming to the workouts. <laughs> That's <laughs> a, a good point. A different model. And um, so anyway, a lot of connection can happen, both at the posting in the morning as well as these other things that we've mentioned, shield lock, uh, men's emotional acceleration, man time happy hour. All can be ways to connect, but we want to connect at levels that are nutritive, right? Levels that actually nourish health and growth. Pardon the expression, but just shooting the crap with each other. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, you know, we just need to be light and have some levity. Okay, I get it. But guys that are offing themselves, and we've heard a few horrible cases in the country about this, yeah. guys that are severely depressed or have mm -hmm. addiction issues, like shooting the crap with each other, I'm trying to use a G-rated term for miles of sensitivity. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> but that that doesn't that doesn't bring nurture to those places. Typically, uh, you've got to go deeper with that. You got to, and that's where 
we want you to get in a shield lock. Hmm. Whatever it is you're struggling with, you're not alone. There's at least you know a handful of other guys nearby. Um, and uh, but but this is this is how people grow is by connecting in those places of hard stuff, not by avoiding it, not by pretending. It's so good. Like the the daily discipline of your body can help you connect. But we, I, I know we don't like this word as much, but really it's bonding, mm-hmm. right? It's the bonding that you do that's deeper than just an experience with someone. And so that bonding that happens, that physical connection between two people has an influence on someone just like we heard this morning, an alcoholic shifting their framework into good daily discipline that has help them recover out of this addiction. Uh, and, and that, that to me, you know, is, is the whole goal. I mean, it is really this bonding and connection that happens that changes your focus, uh, so that you're able to build the habits that help you have the daily discipline, uh, to dominate your key. Yeah. Wow. Miles, that's good. And if you're that guy that's been struggling with alcoholism, then, you would need a shield lock that's not going to just sit around and drink beers. Right. 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 And you, you even, you know, when you do social things as a shield lock, let's be cognizant of the fact that one of these guys has that issue. And so we're going to do fun things. We might go bowling. We're not going to go drinking. Right. Right. And there, unfortunately there's a lot of shield locks that it is just drinking buddies. Yep. And so when it's shield lock time, when you guys get together to meet, like take care of the business of being a shield lock. And then do the fun stuff, you know, at the beatdowns and, and at other, uh, you know, outside events. But like, if you're a shield lock, you should be doing the business of a shield lock. Yeah, we can't be each other's gestures. Right. I mean, that's, that's really problematic. Yeah. And, and it, it just so happens too, right? In terms of cause and effect and what direction, what impacts what. But a number of folks that struggle with addiction, sexual addiction, chemical substance abuse, you're addicted to busyness or earning mm-hmm. income, but a number of those things actually are, um, I think, are substitutes for connection in the first place. So we medicate away loneliness with substances. So getting connected is is hitting uh, is creating the environment to address the deeper issues. Yeah. Some guys have been sad clowns since they were infants. They had parents that abandoned them or neglected them or, you know, pawned them off on somebody else and. Um, you know, but again, those are just, you know, some cases, but, um, so connection is profoundly important. Um, yesterday I did a talk, I think Miles was at it. Were you paying attention when I was talking at that talk? Is that, is that the, fr- <laughs> I shared it this morning. I know what you're going to share. Yes, I he talked did. about you this morning. He did. And it was, it was mostly good stuff that he said. But. Mostly good. Yeah, <laughs> is it the vulnerability begets? vulnerability yeah that's Ooh. Right. Oh, yeah. so was i listening yeah, i think you were paying attention man wow Thank you. red light somebody Dude. wants a gold star that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's right his forehead he's got a lot of room on that forehead yes i do <laughs> but he's got a lot of people spice. say i have a five head <laughs> that's right uh, yeah that's funny in fact i think i need my sunglasses it just got right in this room well the sun the the sign is is the sun is shining in here so i've said it before i'll just say it briefly but the you know there is an epidemic of loneliness i think that's Hmm. one of the things we call sad clown syndrome but an literal epidemic that has incredible psychological negative effects and negative medical health issues so connection is 
that's why it's the first component in, uh, in the growth model is we've got to look at our bonding, both our history of bonding and also who are we bonding with now? Mm-hmm. Uh, who are we connecting with? Who are we um, developing close bonds of friendship and companionship and, and a warriorhood together? So, all right, the second component is called boundaries, right? Not only are we supposed to connect and bond with people, but we also need to have, have limits. We can't say yes to everything. So boundaries is the ability to kind of have have some limits on what you let into your kingdom, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and so how how would you any thoughts about how a posting or being in a shield lock or issues related to the king are related to issues of boundaries? Yeah, self or others. Yeah, thanks for the the thought because it's really important when you think about your concentrica. I mean, our, our concentrica, you know. The thought of M issues that might impact, you know, other things, we have to be aware of our concentrica and making sure those relationships are right. Um, and so it's it's not it's it can also be a negative thing to try to dominate your king if it's the most important relationship. Uh, your relationship with yourself and the daily discipline of your body is not the most important thing in your life. Ooh, yeah. And so we have to have boundaries around, you know, maintaining our concentrica and um, recovery. And so as an endurance athlete, recovery for your body is really important to avoid injury. Um, And being aware of your body and what it can do or those signs of, you know, fatigue or possible injury you want to try to avoid that because you want to keep coming out do what you can do but don't overdo it so extreme that you can't come out anymore um so a couple of thoughts about that boundaries yeah that's good stuff um being in the career that you're in punch am i um you know what relationship does boundary setting have um in terms of your daily like what you do and is there anything about being in a shield lock that could help you strengthen or relate differently about that um well my first thought wasn't um career-wise when you were talking miles i was thinking um one of the things i have to be purposeful about is having the f3 conversation routinely with my m and saying okay there's um i love f3 and i'm all in on f3 and why because it's done such an amazing uh, changeover in my life. And my M sees that, but at the same point, like she's my most important relationship. And so I've got to have those conversations with her about, Hey, am I doing too much F3 stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, am I not putting enough time into our relationship or relationship with my kids? So, um, the boundaries talk is important for you guys as a shield doc, even to say like, Hey, have you had this talk with your M's? And how are they feeling about you and F3? Are they complimentary of that relationship? Are they encouraging that? Because if not, there's you're you're off somehow. Great points, great stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, boundaries with the king, real quick. So your relationship to yourself, right? If you can't set limits on how much you're eating or go to bed earlier so you can wake up earlier, those are all like small boundary issues. So F3 is an opportunity to practice, right? And uh, as well as receive encouragement, accountability for doing some of those very things, whether it's with M, 
some guys I talk to have a hard time firing employees. Um, so that, that, that can be a boundary issue, right? Sometimes we feel bad, we feel guilty, um, or doing what we need to do to structure up an employee, or I have a, a number of students in my context. Um, so practicing setting limits. If you're more codependent or an enabler, you probably have a hard time with boundaries, um, but that doesn't translate into all positive things. So certainly it can be a place, something to talk about in your shield lock, uh, and I think it really relates to the king, right? Self-discipline over your kingdom. Um, those can be boundary mm-hmm. issues. I have a question about this one. You know, I've I've kind of witnessed there's some guys that that only will ro- might work out with other guys, and they sh- always show up together. You know, they're kind of like if if they're going to be there, then I'll be there. Yes. And red red light punch is that a boundary issue? is that related to king and boundary issues? Because I like it, like when I invite an FNG, like I feel proud when they start showing up on their own. You know, they're going to their own workouts and we have almost this boundary we've developed where they're kind of their own F3 person and they're finding their own interests and building relationships and connecting with other guys. And there's almost a boundary between me and them now where they're investing in the community on their own and not dependent on me. Is that a is that a boundary king thing? I think I think it could be a number of things. I don't think it's just one thing. But on the one hand, there's a lot of guys that struggle with anxiety. Hmm. So social anxiety. So working out with people that you don't really know, you haven't developed a relationship with, that could raise a certain kind of level of anxiety. Will those guys be just kind of, you know, hanging around the fringes or Will they, will they feel like people know them? So I don't want to get in the way of guys, you know, making some of those sorts of decisions. But, but yeah, but it is a good sign if you have a healthy sense of, yeah, I can, I can do this even if I don't know any of those guys. Or, uh, and also just cross-pollinating. Like, you know, you have things to give many sites, not just one small group of guys. So we want your assets to be, um, to be spread around as, as, as much as possible. Cool. But anyway, I'm sure there's more to say on that, but. Okay, third component is integrating the good and bad, the third component of the growth model. Um, How does relating to your king relate to the idea of integrating good and bad? I have one idea about this that for me, like I think I had done a bad job with fitness before I joined F3 for a number of years that I hadn't exercised. I think I had put myself and relating to my king in kind of the all bad zone and then hung up the cleats, you know, hung up my basketball shoes. So, um, so I, I needed that nudge. I needed that invitation. Um, and I'm still, I think, recovering from that period and accelerating, but, um, but, um, but having a more balanced view of myself, what my body can do, uh, as we were talking about earlier, right? I, I think I had a bad self-fulfilling prophecy as a psychologist. I should have known better, right? I know this term, but I had to let certain parasites of the mind, you know, kind of hmm. kick, kick in. But um, any thoughts from you guys about how does integrating our good or our bad, having a balanced view of ourself versus b- being an all good or an all bad, we kind of relate to your king and your kingdom. If you miss a workout, it's not the end of the world, right? Hmm. If, if, you know, you have some growth to do in the king, you're not the worst at the king. And so 
I, I think this thinking that you're all bad or all good with your discipline in your body. I think a lot of, you know, I've, I've, you know, there's in the past, there's been a lot of even, uh, people in my past have had, uh, eating disorders. And I think a lot of that comes from this idea that my body isn't right. Hmm. And almost a thought of I'm all bad and something's wrong with me. So we need to reject this idea that you're going to reach the best place for your king. You're you're not, we're not getting there. We're not going to do that, but we should always strive for it. It's, it's, it's the goal of improving and being satisfied and accepting where you are. And so this, this idea that, I'm good. Like I'm good. I'm all good. My body looks great is wrong. And so is I'm the worst. I'll never get there and I can't get better or I need to cheat somehow with drugs or not doing things health in a healthy way. Uh, so that's just my thoughts about that. Yeah. Yeah. Miles, um, red light, you mentioned the word balance. And I think that's so critical, especially when we're talking about King, because with King, we're playing the long game. You can't show up to, uh, a week of workouts and expect to look, you know, amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's it's a process, and I love the balance of our disclaimer, even right, modified to prevent injury, mm. but don't modify to prevent growth. So good. And so there's gonna be these. Those are the two concepts, right? And that's the kind of the good and the bad. And so you want to continue to push yourself. Like, don't just make things easy. You should be fatigued by the time you're done. You should be sweating. You should be, you know feeling like you just did something right. But also I've seen guys get hurt at workouts because they did too much. They pushed themselves beyond where they should have. And so, um, that's kind of the balance there within the workout, like play the long game, play to show up to, to the workout tomorrow as well, and be able to just do a little bit more than you did today. Yeah, that's great. I think with the habit challenge that's going on right now, Again, a lot of guys are hitting, you know, really high scores, maybe even close to perfect scores. And awesome, we celebrate that. But for those who aren't, right, if you notice that you're like getting out of the challenge altogether because you're not perfect or you're not as many, have as many points, like that could be a integrating good and bad issue, right? Remember, we're not competing necessarily against others. In a playful competition, hey, we'll welcome it. But in reality, we're just trying to help each guy grow and accelerate. And for you, it might be scoring X number of points is incredible progress. Mm-hmm. So stay with that. You don't have to be perfect. We're not, remember, we're checking our egos at the door and just trying to be a better version of ourselves every mm-hmm. day. That even if that means somebody else has more points. Um, and, uh, and for that matter, um, just because you might be having a perfect score on something, it's possible you could be missing all sorts of other things internally. Uh, are, are we rating quality time with kids and quality time with spouse on um, the habit challenge? Some things that just aren't on the challenge right now, but uh, it's important to bring all of this into a proper kind of alignment. And that will look a little different for each guy. But um, So don't be tempted to go all good or all bad. We've got to reckon with the, both those forces inside of, inside of ourselves. All right, the last one is called taking ownership and responsibility. Like I mentioned, we do live in a culture that really promotes blame. Who can we blame? Where can we put ownership? Somewhere else, but not us. But how do you think this element of the growth model, taking ownership and responsibility, relates to accelerating your king? 
Wow, that's good, Red Light. I mean, taking ownership is one of the first things we're gonna try to get you to do when you show up to a workout. You know, push yourself. And the guys around you are gonna see that, right? And especially if you're in a shield lock, they're gonna notice he's he's really not doing what he, he knows he can do, right? You can kind of see that in the guy next to you. So, but is he owning that, right? There's some freedom in, you know, okay, I'm not the greatest guy. I'm the I'm the six, whatever. But I know where I'm at, and and, and my, I'm accelerating, right? And the guys in my shield lock, they're helping me accelerate. You know, they're giving me the right kind of encouragement. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's me. I I'm the problem. It's me, Taylor Swift. Ooh, you know what a great the anti-hero song is so popular right now. But the responsibility. Who sings of that again? Who sings that? Taylor Swift. Oh, let's keep it that way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. I don't sing, but <laughs> just that you just to, did though. <laughs> <laughs> I, that came to mind with this because it's that song is titled "The Antihero," right? But we need to also be a hero to ourselves. We need to take. It's just. It's us. Like it's. It's our responsibility to take control of the daily discipline of our body. No one's going to do that for us. No one's going to wake you up in the morning. No one's going to tell you. I mean, we, we don't have a coach by us. I mean, we're not wealthy enough, like some of these celebrities, you know, to have someone, hey, you need to do this. You need to eat that. You need to, you need to finish this. And so it's us. We're like, we got to yeah. do it. Yeah. And, and accepting that, owning that is is being purposeful about that in your shield lock and so none of you own it none of you are taking responsibility listening to this unless you're holding each other accountable in your shield lock that's a great point and i think the reference to um at least what went off in my mind when you were saying that was when i was singing it yeah yeah a lot of things went off in my mind (laughs) (laughs) but um but is that it's almost like not taking ownership and responsibility is almost like a fantasy that we could be a child again, a fantasy about mm. just remaining an adolescent. And, um, but those days are gone, yeah. right? Those yeah. days are gone. And, um, and we will have some guys that will grow with you. So you will get some help. You're not gonna do this alone, but we cannot make that initial jump for you. You've got to, you've got to show up, right? You've got to run that red light like I did. That's how I got my name. Oh, my goodness. You've got to run the red light, illegal left turn. Thank you, Sanka, for following me, <laughs> stalking me. And, um, and you got to get there. It will do anything to get an FNG to show up to a workout. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He was afraid. You almost hit him. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's, that's just deception. Oh, okay. That's not, okay. That's not true. But, um, but in all seriousness, this is really important, right? This is a, a marker of increasing adulthood. Um, something I'm trying to work on myself. I try to have good boundaries about what my job is and what my job isn't. But I've started using the phrase when a student asks a question, hey, you know, da 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 this wasn't right about da-da-da. And I'll say, you know what? I have nothing to do with that. But I'm going to take ownership and responsibility for making that right or connecting you to so-and-so who I'm sure that can fix that if it's out of my domain of knowledge. But um, it's certainly something I'm trying to work on myself. I can't do certain running things right now, but I can... St- I'm, I'm trying to show up every day. I'm trying to take ownership and responsibility for my mental toughness, getting out in the rain. Uh, I know these can be small things, but small things sometimes add up to be bigger things. And um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that all of us are 
expecting bigger things in life, preparing for the flux, preparing for those hard days that are coming. And, uh, and if not preparing yourself, you need to be preparing others and you can help others grow and, and be preparing. And ultimately, I think it's all those things at once. Men of F3, uh, the king in your shield lock, let's accelerate like a pro. And so you, what you need to do now is make sure you set a goal. If this is an area that you ranked low in, let's set a goal, a smart goal that's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely so that you can hold each other accountable. And remember those Q source spurs, a man's proper relationship with himself. A man maintains fitness for reasons outside of himself. And fitness is best accelerated by running with faster men are the spurs for the king. Ponch, what an honor to have you with us as our first guest. Guest Thank you. On, the, on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Oh, yeah. Man, you are you're full of wisdom, and we just gained a ton of value with leading our group and excited about how you're going to continue to lead in the future. Um, Thank you. Red Light, good job. Hey, good to be with you guys. Thanks so much for uh, helping me accelerate, and uh, good to be in conversation with you. Both. All right, have a great day.